Before we get started, I just want to say uh, rest in peace, Minnesota Timberwolves Summer League team. They uh, lost to the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. They almost came back from down 17 points, uh, but in the end, they couldn't pull out the victory. So let's all have a brief moment of silence to uh, commemorate the uh, fallen Timberwolves. What the? God, boo, boo him, boo. I knew the second that Dylan moved to Los Angeles that he would become the worst type of person there is. A white Californian. Look at him in his LeBron James jersey, boo. Eating his kale, wearing sunglasses at night. I bet he drank like eight or nine kombuchas before he came here. I'm a sergeant. Wolf, fuck, wolf, fuck. Let me hear you, Boaz. Let me hear you, Boaz. Everyone is always making me more powerful. I know just what to do. Wolf, fuck, wolf, fuck, wolf. Dylan's dad gave me this. What is that? In case this happened. This is Flip's secret stuff. Dylan, drink this. You have to drink it now. I got this, I got this, I got this. Drink it. All right, he's taking a sip. Yes, drink it right up. Drink it right up. Yes, Dylan, yes, drink it. Oh, something's happening. Something's happening. Oh my goodness. Everyone hold on to your seats. This this could be crazy. I feel like I feel like meeting, meeting people strangers on the street and talking to them and possibly discussing the weather. Yes, it's working. He's becoming more Minnesotan. I feel like I feel like eating a juicy Lucy and listening to Purple Rain on repeat. Yes. No. Yes. Everyone chat with me, Prince. Prince. Prince, Prince, Prince! Thank you, Dad, for the secret for your secret stuff. Dylan, it's um, good to have you back. That that worked. That was a good that was a good Space Jam bit. That uh, that was really scary for me. I see that none of you wanted to get into the spray section of the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> I, no one brought their ponchos. I'm surprised. This is our mascot right here. Everyone, let's give a let's give a round of applause for Flip. That's my father. Listen, thank you all for coming out. This is the first ever live coast-to-coast NBA podcast. Can you believe that? Let's hear that crowd scream. You hear that? Wow. I I can't believe we got hundreds of people here. Shalanka, you think of what I'm thinking? I know what you're thinking. Let's do it. From Minnesota! This is the coast-to-coast NBA podcast! I'm Shalanka. And I'm Dylan. And welcome to the show. This is the first time that Dylan and I have ever done this podcast in person. So normally, I, li- I live in Connecticut, out on the East Coast. Dylan lives in L.A., hence Coast to Coast NBA podcast. We're very clever. Thank you. Hence why I was eating kale um, raw. <laughs> Tasted good, though. We eat kale here, Dylan. But oh, you do? Yes. Occasionally, yes. Uh, so welcome, everyone. Thank you for coming out. Uh, the bar is open all night, so keep on buying drinks. Uh, please. Please keep on buying drinks. Or more just water. And more drinks. Keep hydrated because it's very humid outside. I want each and every one of you. In fact, there's a flash flood warning there, so there's a possibility that we will be under the sea at some point tonight. That's what I'm hoping. All right. So we're going to start by bringing up our first guest. Dylan, you want to introduce wait, wait, wait. What? Before, before we say anything else, ooh, I wanted to do my own uh, obituary for the Wolves Summer League. Oh, yes, of course. Everyone you may, bow your heads. You may not be champions, 
but you're champions in our eyes. Nice moves, Jay. All right. So I, I suppose we should get things going now. Yeah, that we, game that we, game was really sad. We've had our fun. You said Minnesotans eat kale, so I can still eat kale. Yes, you can. That kale looks delicious. Pass it over here. All right. Thank you. So, without further ado, our first guest tonight is no stranger to this podcast. He was first introduced as our field correspondent for the win against the Warriors at the end of last season, once known as having the best batting average in the 2009 Wyzetta String Orchestra. And you may have seen his Pulitzer Prize winning coverage of the 2008-2009 Anaconda Squeeze intramural basketball season on Wyzetta Newsbreak. He is forever the captain of the Plymouth Pirates. Let's give a warm welcome, Kyle Beast Mode. Rick Steves mode, Euro mode, Stowe, he just got back from Europe. All right, wait, wait. That sound cue was impeccable, perfectly timed. And beautiful. Thank you so much. I can't do everything. <laughs> we, need a, we need a real producer. <laughs> we, are, we are hiring. We can't pay you any money. I had way too much kombucha <laughs> on the way over here. <laughs> you know, hearing that rouser just reminds me of all the great gophers in the last 20, 25 years that have been in the mm, NBA. Mm. From Chris Humphreys Ooh. to Oof. Bobby Jackson to... Jordan Murphy! Whoa! Shouts to Jordan Murphy. Jordan was playing tonight. Uh, he looked good on the offensive glass. Ooh, he is a fighter. He, he is, is a, a fighter. real fighter. Not as good on the, at the line. Yeah, no board uh, gonna be go past that guy. <laughs> He's, he cleans it up. As, uh, as they say in the NBA, board man gets paid. So, welcome back. You, you were just on a Europe trip. You wanna tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, wow. Um, they don't watch a lot of basketball in Britain and Ireland, uh, ah. so it was a little difficult. Mm -hmm. The NBA Finals was going on here, and every game started at 2 a.m., so that was a little rough for an NBA oh fan God. like me. I mean, couldn't think of a worse time for a game to start, but, uh, you know, hung in there. I think I've got a few tips if anybody's going to the British Isles. Uh, don't rent a car, and especially don't make the first rental car drive you ever get when you uh, drive it on the left-hand side of the road. Um, oh don't make that experience in Dublin, driving through the city. <laughs> first time ever driving on the left-hand side. Oh, it was, oh my God. It was uh, pretty scary. <laughs> I, um, I bet they're as bad at drivers as you are, though. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm a bad Maybe driver here to begin with. Uh, and, you know, I got a little tired of beans for breakfast. They have this thing called a full English over there. Um, and there's beans. You can never go full never, English. Never, never, never go full English. full English. And yeah, half uh, English at most. At <laughs> absolute most. Right on. And in the countryside, um, man, I've, I never see more sheep in my life. <laughs> sheep and cows everywhere. So uh, bring a camera. Don't ask, don't tell. Anyway. Uh, yikes. <laughs> I thought we were keeping it clean. Oh, yeah. Perk. Sorry. We have to keep it clean for perk. Sorry. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit uh, more basketball. Yeah. Uh, so how has your life changed since appearing on our podcast? We just want to know like all the like, ways that you've had to maybe change your address, change your phone number. Yeah. What, what kind of Any uh, sacrifices threats? have you had to make yeah. since? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the best thing that summarizes it is that uh, I now have Dennis Rodman, Peja Stoyakovich, and Spud Webb following me on Instagram. Wow. Dennis Rodman doesn't follow everybody. Right. Yeah. Except for he does follow everybody. He yeah, follows he, everybody. Except for the Coast to Coast NBA pod. He does not follow Follow us, us on Instagram at Coast to Coast NBA pod. Please, Dennis. Thank you. Um, so that's, that's so great. Well, we, we loved your insight. What did you think of the draft this year? I just wanted to know. Yeah. Well, I think what's been really interesting, and we were just talking a little bit before we started this podcast, is not only the draft, but what's happened since the draft, right? Um, I think... This year you saw a lot of trades, and it was pretty annoying how uh, 
you had all these players putting on hats for teams they were never going to play for. Yeah, that was is pretty it's, frustrating. Especially when their outfits didn't match. Am I right? Their outfits didn't match. Like some were like, "Oh, I'm going to be on the Pelicans," but then they were wearing a red hat. You know? Right. Well, I just think it's so sad that like the one picture of your first entrance into the NBA doesn't even represent your actual entrance into the NBA. Yeah, it's really like, sad. Like imagine graduating from college and holding a different university's like diploma in your hands for all the pictures. You know? Yeah. It would be horrible. <laughs> it would be horrible. What's What's your mom gonna put up? It would be kind of good if we got like Harvard. That's true. So that would look a lot. It'd better be better for than me. Luther. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to Luther. We love Luther. We love you. Hey, shouts to Kirk. Luther Kirk, grad. Kirk, Kirk, hey. the manager here. He's a Luther grad. We love Luther. Oh, never nah, mind. Not right now. Are there any uh, MBA grades from the Luther University? Uh, I haven't looked that up, and my guess would be. Oh hell no. Chalanga Langison, everybody. Yeah. MBA the greatest grades. MBA mind to ever come from Luther College. Uh, so the the <laughs> other thing we want to ask you about is that there was recently a super big trade in the NBA. So uh, Chris Paul from the Houston Rockets was traded for Russell Westbrook from the Oklahoma City Thunder. There was also an exchange of a lot. What? Yes. You didn't hear? Oh, you guys didn't hear? Weird. Uh, <laughs> there was a huge, huge, huge trade. Uh, what are your thoughts? Westbrook and Harden back together again for the first time in like eight years? Well, first off, I just want to give an apology to all you Wolves fans who thought that Russell Westbrook was coming to Minnesota. <laughs> and now they think Chris Paul is coming to Minnesota. Um, you know, unfortunately, I just don't think that that was ever going to happen from the start. Not only did was it going to be difficult for the Timberwolves to pull off such trade, obviously, with their cap situation, but would Russell Westbrook ever want to play in Minnesota? He would hate this Absolutely place. not. I mean, and Oklahoma City, he's been a good soldier there. I think that the Thunder wanted to send him to a place that he wanted to play, right? And unfortunately... Minnesota is just not a place that NBA players want to play. You know, I'm, I got to disagree with that a little bit. Because if Russell Westbrook <laughs> was happy in Oklahoma City for this many... I mean, he loved it. He was the freaking man in Oklahoma City. I got to say, I think that Minneapolis is a little bit of an upgrade over Oklahoma City. I don't know. Uh, Heck yeah, Minneapolis! <laughs> Shouts to YZ. I think uh, the difference is just that, you know, that was the team that drafted him, right? Like, so mm. Carl Anthony Towns, yeah. he's still here yeah. for that much longer. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. Um, but the question is, can you attract star talent from another team? Yes. That's, that is always the question. That's always the question. But as for the actual <laughs> trade, I do like the aggressiveness uh, by Daryl Morey and the Houston Rockets. Mm -hmm. I, I do, contrary, I mean, they are both very ball-dominant players, right? Uh, two of the most ball-dominant players in NBA history, if not the most dominant. I do like the fit. I think that you let Westbrook handle the ball and you let Harden play off the ball um, and shoot, catching two threes. I think that that would work well um, together. And, and I, I think he's going to be willing to be coached, especially if he thinks that he has a chance and now that he's playing with his best friend, he doesn't want to make him mad. And we've never known Westbrook to be, um, to be a bad teammate. He's always, by any accounts of any teammate that he's ever had, they always have his back. Even right up until after Paul George was traded, um, he was still calling out uh, Westbrook and saying, you know what it is, because they love each other still. Like, I mean, they might have they might have had to part ways. They knew it wasn't going to work there in OKC, and they had to part ways, but they're still very amicable with each other. Yeah, he plays his heart out. And, and I do think that, you know, additionally, getting a player that's a few years younger, right, than Chris mm -hmm. Paul... Um, is benefit too. But that said, I think you look at it and you say... They still might not be a top four seed is, in the West. Is that, yeah, is that trade, is getting Westbrook over Paul, is that going to vault them into the title conversation? And was giving up two first-round picks and two pick swaps worth it if it wasn't even going to get them into title <laughs> contention? That's where I go back to. I think it's a, a nice move. It's obviously created some buzz. But at the end of the day... I don't think it's going to move the needle for him, at least in terms of getting an NBA champion. I, I'm in full agreement. I think that they, I think that they were not. I think that, my opinion. Oh, do you hear that? I think we've got our first Whoa. freezing cold tort. Oh, uh. <laughs> yeah, oh way to hold match. back there. Way to hold back there on the swears. Woo. Um. Wait. Try. Play the sound cue again. All right, guys, we're redoing this. We can, because we'll cut this out of the podcast. Don't worry about that. Wait, do you hear that? I think we've got our first 
freezing cold take of the north. Oh my gosh. Okay, so here's, here. here's my take of, um, of the Houston Rockets as they were previously constructed. Uh, Chris Paul and James Harden were not going to make the playoffs next year together. Um, that was my freezing cold. I shared that on the pod one time, so some of you might have heard that already. But uh, That's real cold. But that was really cold. That's really uh, cold. I, I thought that it felt a lot like, I think it was 2015 when they were the one, they were the one seed, maybe 2016. They, uh, where they, they fell out of the playoffs, I think, in 2016. Um, I felt like it was that kind of a year where was, there could be so much hype still for them, you know, and they, they're keeping their core together, but I thought that they would miss the playoffs. But Daryl Morey did a good job this year now to, to get Russell Westbrook on his team and to actually stay in somewhat of a conversation at maybe for home court advantage, you know? Yeah, I the think playoffs. they had to swing for the fences. Uh, well, Kyle, thank you so much. Before you go, we do have one thing that we need from you. Oh, yeah, yeah, one more I thing, please, please one more thing, on. please. No, I can't. I can't say that. No, please say that. Please, please. No. Are you sure? You really want me to say that? Yeah. We'll pay you. All right. You just you can just read the it's right you can just read that. Just read that right Coast there. Coast to Coast as live podcast everybody. <laughs> We're paying a lot of money to these guys. All right, thank let's give a right. round of applause. To no, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. One also one more. Oh, we got him a gift. You can you can check under the seat that you were supposed to sit at. <laughs> we got him a beautiful gift. We got you a gift for your all travels. Right. So for all of your... No, please open it here. We got you a gift for your travels. And uh, this is going to be... This is going to help you when you're traveling the world because you can uh, condense your money into two different spots. And though that can be where all your important stuff is. And you can hide that a lot easier because it's a lot smaller. And then you can put your... Uh, other money when people are going to mug you because that's what happens in Europe. I don't know if you've ever been to Europe, but everybody mugs time. people. It's, yeah. it's like a... They love it there. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. national pastime. It's a custom. Like so, baseball. Uh-huh. Baseball for us. So it's a wallet. It's hey. a wallet. And, uh, and so now you can, you can conceal that a lot easier or you can throw it away if you want. I don't know. Um, <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Let's keep this Kyle. going. Hey, let's not forget to buy a drink. And tip your server. Rich is back here. Let's get a sh- uh, let's get a woohoo for Rich. We love you, Rich. Uh, and just a brief sponsor. Today's show is brought to you in part by Gina Carlson, proud mother, hard worker, and a kind host. Shouts to you, Gina. Also, we love you, Gina. Also, should be videotaping. Hopefully, I don't know yet, though. We'll see. All right, we're going to move on to our next set of guests. These two have some groundbreaking research to share with us mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. will change the way we view mm-hmm. a player's value in the league. These two have traveled the world, observing basketball and trying to understand what makes players truly great. They've come here today to, for the first time, share their earth-shattering discoveries. Their book, G-Theory, will be available in electronic form in a few short weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome basketball doctors Jacob Blanchett and Cole Benson to the stage. What is this music? Yeah, tell us about this walk-up music, gentlemen. These pop music. Oh, you don't know it? What? You don't know it? What was that? You. It's Senegalese pop music. Senegalese. Senegal. So, so how many people know where Senegal is in the in the audience tonight? Yeah, Senegal. Shout out. All right, we got one or two. So what? What's your What's your connection to Senegal? Gorgie Jang, baby. Gorgie Jang. Gorgie Jang. Ah, ah, number five for the perhaps. One of the worst contracts in Number the Number one, we call him. Well, well <laughs> yeah. And, and, and why, why is that? Tell us, tell us about these, uh, this research you've been doing and these discoveries you've made uh, in, in the basketball world. We've discovered something people haven't heard of before. It's called Gorgie Theory. The oh. Gorgie Theory is that he's the best player on the Timberwolves. Maybe in the NBA. That... <laughs> That's good for what I call a freezing cold take of the north. Oh my god. We've discovered a brand new analytic metric called GORP. G-O-R-P. It's a measurement system. Gorgie wow. over replacement player. Oh. And he has a perfect rating <laughs> if you use our system of analytics. 
Okay, well, what what system is that? I Put guess. yourself in a Timberwolves game. Wiggins right. has missed every free throw. You're angry. You're pissed off. Gorgie comes in flying, soaring across. Six man, everyone yells. Six man. Six man. Sixteenth six man, more man. like it. And they say, give him the jetpack. Right. The jetpack. Wait, wait, wait. That's, we'll get to, that's against the rules. We'll get to the jetpack, but first. Okay. We've been saying Gorgie needs to play the six. Play, <laughs> play the six. What, what exactly does that mean? Wait, so are you, are you trying to They've put They've been six? playing him at the five, and he's supposed to be the six. Oh. So Gorgie theory entails having an extra player on the court? One extra player on the court, and that <laughs> player is Gorgie Chang. I think you guys are onto something. <laughs> this, could, this could be. So, wait, really if he doesn't touch the floor, then he technically doesn't count as the extra player? Is that what you're trying to say? Correct. Six wow. Of the year, baby. So, 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 you're telling me that it, it, this research has let you discover that Gorgie Jang gets a jetpack, flies onto the court. Yes. And then? Six man. So, he gets an extra ball as well. Uh, <laughs> on defense, he doesn't Which play helps. defense. He gets to play. So five other players go. Bunch of dumb idiots go. This is turning into Quidditch, everybody. Side. The sixth man goes. He gets to dunk the ball. Well, they're over there wasting time defending or whatever they do. <laughs> and he's just scoring baskets. Gorgie it's goes. much more efficient. He can shoot threes if he wants. He can throw up his iconic trebuchet shot. We love it. This is... This is the best idea I've ever heard, honestly. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of Timberwolves fans say, we should trade Gorgie. His no. contract no. sucks. He's not that good at basketball. So who said I, that? Uh, I, I will give no, you names. No, who said that? I will give you names after the... Troy? That's just funny to me. Who said that? Uh, uh, <laughs> Nate Duncan. Uh, Danny LaRue. Bill oh, Simmons. Bill Simmons. Get off Reddit. Get off 4chan or whatever you people are getting your information from. It's 4chan. How did you know 4chan? 4chan. ESPN yes. says. ESPN says in many, many interviews with... Us and Gorgie. ESPN is, News? ESPN 8? The Ocho? No. ES, it's the normal one. The normal one. <laughs> the best of one. Of course. One. Not the one that was doing this stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They said, keep Gorgie on the court. Keep right. him in Minnesota because he likes the weather. He loves the weather. It keeps his skin tight. He's healthy. He's hydrated. And he likes skiing, we found out. Skiing? Oh. Yeah. Water skiing or snow skiing? Both. Does he use his long arms as poles? Just kind of like... It's very easy for him. Yeah, very Good easy. balance, that guy. Very easy. All right, so before you leave, I want you, to get, you guys to give us your top 50 reasons. Fit, wait, wait, chill, like, we don't have time for 50 reasons. All right, you're right. Gorgie wears number five. Give us your top five reasons. Give us one reason <laughs> why we shouldn't trade Gorgie J. There's a big shoe deal in the works, I hear. Oh, um, wow. I've always said to Jake, since the day, you know... I, the first time I saw Gorgie on the court, I said, God, I would love to wear his shoe. You'd pay anything. <laughs> I'd pay anything for the Gorgie one. Uh, I have big news today. Oh. Here, I can. I can You're uh, going to pass that yeah, out? Yeah, I'll pass these out. Pass those out to the crowd. They, they need to see this. Did you make those yourself, or was that from Gorgie's camp? That's Gorgie. He got Photoshopped. So he, he doesn't have a... He doesn't have a... And he sorry, he doesn't have a color printer? He doesn't, but he... Go ahead. He used his contract <laughs> to spend a bunch of money on Photoshop. Uh-oh. It's a monthly subscription. It's a lot. I mean, they're taking, they're taking, they're getting us over. They're just, you know what I mean? They, I, 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 that, that's glasses insane. are expensive too. They're so. Brutal. Those are some beautiful, beautiful kicks, though. I think those will sell. The monarch in one. Senegal. We're uh, excited about it. Yeah, they'll sell at least two pairs in America. I think. <laughs> two million. One, two million. <laughs> All right, and so before you guys go, we just have one... We one. have one last thing to say. Oh. I don't say that. I don't say that ever, and I had never have. No. Have you ever thought about saying it? Do you know my hourly wages? I'm not a sellout. Listen, wait, wait, just... I have principles. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. How much? What number did they just say? Oh, how many... We'll how many... How we'll many bills? Take a while. How, many, how many zeros was that? Can I say it? You Listen. can say it. Coast to Coast Does has live podcasts. All right, let's give a round of applause to basketball doctors a- Jake Blanchett and Cole Benson. That's going to pay off a lot better when Eric Perkins has to say that. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining thank us. Thank you for coming on. Uh, this research was really, really eye-opening. Uh, 
I'm, I'm, I look forward to seeing some numbers and some charts and graphs that kind of show what you're talking about because it was kind of hard to imagine yeah. a, a man it on felt, a... I felt like a, it was a little bit of a Ponzi scheme, uh, mm. but uh, one that I wanted to participate in. So. You know, and honestly, the more I think about it, the more I want that shoe. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice shoe, Who, right? who needs shoes out there? Anybody Woo! need a new pair of shoes? Hey. One or two. All right, well... That's going to do it for us in this segment. Uh, Dylan, this is going better than I ever thought it would. Thank you all for coming. I really appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Coast to Coast Pod NBA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Coast to Coast NBA. There comes a time in, in every live podcast life where the hosts need to take a break mm -hmm. and get mm. some more beer. I need a break. Uh, I'm so going to be drinking out of each one of your cups, okay? You know, Nick is a wonderful local musician. He's got a, an album na out now. Connor just finished his drink right hey, now. He's yeah, like, I'm not letting that happen. I'm me, baby. I'm me. Uh, it's the common cup, my mouth. <laughs> uh, so Nick's got a new album out now called uh, Devastator. And I also believe he prepared some wonderful Wolves-related covers for us. We'll see. Uh, so please give uh, Nick Costa a round of applause. After Nick Costa's set, we will be live with Eric Perkins. So please stick around, everybody, through the break. Everybody, yes, big shout Nick out to Costa, Nick thank you so much for coming on such hey, late notice. He's got Nick. some merch right over here with these wonderful Christmas lights. Talk to him; he's right back there. If you if you want some merch, he's got a really great shirt with a squirrel on it. I think I might buy one. Uh, thanks for doing that four on the floor song via, for, uh, by for, request. That yeah, for really my awesome. brother. My brother's out there. Oh, that's your brother? Yeah. What? Yeah, he actually, he's, he, I was like, he, Four on the Floor is coming. He's like, oh, I wasn't going to come for you, but I'll come for the guy who plays in Four on the Floor. That's I, for sure. I can't believe you didn't introduce me to your brother. That's really Sorry about people. that. Are we still recording? Uh, we are still recording. Yeah. All right, good. We're recording. All right. Oh, wait. You know, who, you know what's happening right now? What's happening right Our now? Our careers are changing. This is a career-changing moment right now. A career-changing moment. That's right. So we have, to get, we have to get really professional now. We can't just, like, dilly-dally. We've yeah, got to wear our collar no more shirts. Jokes. All right? So without further ado... Go, 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 go. Take it all off. We've got some coast-to-coast -coast swag here. Courtesy of my sister-in-law, Naomi Sinseline. Thank you so much for doing this literally today. Thank you, Naomi. With less than a day's notice. That was amazing. That was an amazing, amazing birthday present. 
So now we're professional broadcasters, right? Absolutely. That, we have the collared shirt. Is that what happens, Perk? Yeah, yeah. All right. Once you get the collared shirt, you, you, then you're in it. We've got to keep it professional for Perk because he's going to boost our podcast. Uh, <laughs> and now, the moment for which we've all been waiting after growing up in SoCal with elite broadcasting blood running through his veins, this brave young man made the opposite trek that I made five years ago, and he found the frozen tundra and the green pastures of the Twin Cities. He began his career making short featured news segments covering obscure local sports. And as his favorite book foretold, according to his website, oh, the places he would go. So today, you can watch him on CARE 11, where he's now making short featured news segments covering obscure local sports. Woo! Yes. But make no mistake, because he's also the weeknight sports anchor and sports director for CARE 11, he's inspired so many of our generation of expiring journalists. And for me, he's a comedic idol. They say never meet your idols, but we're doing it anyway today. It's Eric Perkins, everybody. Woo! Pick a mic, any mic. Uh, I think this one's the nice one. This one is? Actually, no, they're both the same. Yes, they're both the exact same. Go sit next to Chilanga so that... So yes. that I could stay away from my idol. This, you guys, here's the deal. I, I normally don't have like a live audience. This is kind of a trip. I usually just have a, a, a guy who's uh, worked at Care 11 far too long, <laughs> ornery, and really just doesn't want to be there anymore, but, does, but he's still there. And so then he just points at me when I'm on, and then that's it. That's, that's all. I mean, so this is like way more people than in a Care 11 studio. So well, this well, is the... Don't worry. Just stick to the script that we sent yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, as long as you stick oh, to yeah. the script. Oh, you're, you're memorized, right? About that. Uh -huh. um, like, you know, I get a lot of emails. Uh -huh. and I, So I, I saw your email. I just didn't like... I, didn't, I wouldn't say I did a deep dive on it. All right, but you know, you're a professional. I'm you, happy to be here, though. And by the way, one speaking of meeting idols, okay, um, <laughs> I, I grew up loving John McEnroe, okay? That was my, like, sports idol growing up. I kind of love him, too. Okay, and, and <laughs> I, I had a chance, like, several years ago to... Uh, do this bit like on the Perk at Play segment. Oh my God! They were at Excel Energy Center, so it was like uh, Andy Roddick was there, James Blake was there, Marty Fish was there, whatever. It was like one of these you know celebrity things, and um, and I went out, and the whole bit was me and Marion Gabrick, who was then uh, with the Minnesota Wild, were were going to try to take turns to see who could return Marty Fisher's 130-mile-an-hour serve first. <laughs> <laughs> and John McEnroe was also part of this whole I I exhibition, and he was there, and I was just like, oh, my God, I can't be here and not, like, involve Johnny Mac, right? Oh. Or at least try. So I'm, like, scared crapless, dude, because I'm, like, like here, it's, like, one thing when you meet somebody, and it's, like, and it's, like if this guy's a... Can I... Well, you can, can say I, whatever you want. You can this swear if you want. Yeah. If yeah. This guy's a dick. We're keeping okay. it clean for you, I'm, but you don't have to I'm, keep it clean for us. I am going to be yes. so bummed. I'm going to be like, the childhood me is going to be crushed. Absolutely. Right? And all those years of like putting this guy on a pedestal are going to be totally for naught. So I'm just like, please don't be a dick. Please don't be a dick. John, <laughs> hey, I've got this idea. He's like, oh, okay. okay. He's fine. Uh, right, but, but he was like, I explained it to him. I just want you to coach me up. Just be my coach. And like do that line where you cannot be serious. Like that's like that was like a, classic. Like, Will you do that for me? And he's like, absolutely. Let's do this. And I was just like, yes. Anyway, that was awesome. And, wow. And, so, so and he played. Him, he played his hit for you. And meeting. Yeah. And then he did that. They and never the played whole the hit. Bit, so the bit was Marion wow. missed. I missed. Marion missed. I missed. And then finally I said screw it, and I turned around and like I I flashed my butt towards Marty Fish's <laughs> serve, and I was like, just see if you could hit my butt, because I sure as heck would. And, and uh, yeah, he absolutely drilled me. And, it was like, <laughs> and, and, and then that's when McEnroe, uh, <laughs> that's when McEnroe delivered the line. You cannot yeah. be serious. Like, I coached you up, and you that's did this awesome. to me. Right, so that was, anyway, so that was the, oh, there's that was my meeting my idol story. I, I'm getting way off topic. We, you know, as Perk I saw earlier, you still have the mark on your butt to this day. I know. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I did, I, that was backstage. We what happens backstage stays oh, backstage. Right. right. Yes, yes. I'm sorry to bring that on well, to the I stage. Thought that was my the apologies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, welcome to the stage, Burke. I guess the first thing we want to know is, 
we want to hear a little bit about your newscasting story. Yeah, you know, we want to know how how we can start our career someday. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I mean it's, it's <laughs> kind of like the, the game has changed so much, right? Right. Modern media and the way people consume um, is so vastly different, even just five years ago than it is today, right? And 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 when I got in this business, it was like. Like the 10 o'clock news, I mean, that was like appointment. Like everybody at the end of the day sat down and got their news at the end of the day. And, and now it is so incredibly different. And so we're, you know, like, like so many media companies, we're all trying to evolve and figure out the, the best way to present and engage people and, um, and, and frankly capture your generation because a lot, a lot of you guys just, or gals just don't don't do things the way we used to do them, right? And, so and be honest, compete with us. It's a stiff competition. And, well, yeah, no, but but seriously, like the the market is so saturated, and people's options for getting their news in so many different sources is is incredible. And so, how do we stay on the on the cutting edge of that and the forefront of that? And 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 so, with that said. Like, I got into the business, uh, my dad was an, a, a network news correspondent forever, and then hosted a show on A&E called Biography, and he did that for 10 years. So he's like a long-time legend. Legend. In, at, legend in the game. I and wrote it. Elite broadcasting. He, yeah, he, he was. And I grew up in, in, uh, in L.A. and got to visit him a lot at the studios in Burbank at NBC, and like, you know, just I got, and I got the bug. Yeah. I kind of got. It's just like this is a this is a cool way to live, right? Yeah. Like like just like walking around work and seeing Johnny Carson drive by in a golf cart or whatever. <laughs> like I mean that that's long, pretty cool. It's a long time ago, but yeah. like yeah, yeah but, I started no, working on my tight five. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but like oh my god, there's the Hollywood Squares set, and then yeah. like you know climbing up the stairs and sitting in the middle square just to be obnoxious or whatever. But like just stuff like that, and I just got I kind of got a really big exposure to it early on. And plus, I love sports, but I wasn't really good. As I imagine you guys are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. No, isn't that why we all... Anaconda squeeze, baby. Intramural basketball. No, but, uh, so uh, I, I just wasn't good at sports, but I love sports, and I knew that I wanted to try to, try to incorporate. I went to Pepperdine University, and we, we had a broadcasting program there, and, and once I got on the actual TV, that's when I was like, oh, my God, this is so it. Most beautiful it. campus in the USA. That's badass. Yeah. And, just and right I, on the ocean. And I made the mistake. Yeah, I was in oh Malibu. My God. I made the mistake of getting out of there in four years. All my friends milked it for like six or seven. <laughs> like, and I was just yep. like, I, for some reason, I was just like, I couldn't get a job. What? So, so Idiot. Then, yeah, so, so then you ended up in Minnesota. Was that right away? Uh, no, I, I got a, I got, I, so what you do in broadcasting is you send out your resume tape. Okay. Um, now it's just all YouTube links or whatever. But back in the day, it was tapes, and like you sent out your tape, and like our tapes right here. Fruitlessly, I just sent out a tape. Oh my gosh! To, I mean, I got I, I got a stack of rejection letters from Saginaw, Michigan, to Charleston, West Virginia, to Sioux Falls or Sioux City or one of those Sioux. And like I there, and and it's just like, hey, thanks for applying, but you just don't you're, you have no experience. Mm -hmm. Um, so finally, I was like, all right. Uh, so then I, uh, my dad knew somebody at CNN, so I started interning at CNN, but they didn't have any internships in the sports department at the time, so I had to work in the graphics department. <laughs> so I made graphics at CNN, or at least I, like, I, like, like I typed some words at the bottom of the screen that's over the shoulder of the person that's reading. <laughs> I was like, I, I did that. That's fascinating work. <laughs> it was. And then I, from that, I got a job at a, at a show called Motor Week Illustrated, which was an auto racing show in Atlanta. And I just basically uh, ran tapes from the production studio to the production house. It was just kind of one of those gopher jobs, but it was yet another thing on oh, my resume. Believe me, I've been a gopher before in L.A. I mean, right, we all got it. You got yeah. to grind, man. So, so, so that was another thing on the resume. And then I, got, and I met a guy who knew a guy who knew the uh, sports director in Tupelo, Mississippi. And so I, I drove to Tupelo from Atlanta. And as an L.A. guy, going to Tupelo, Mississippi, dude, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I was, it different was, world. No, huh? it was different. It was yeah. different. I mean, there was more roadkill than actual people. But, so, like, it was interesting. But, like, I got, I got to Tupelo. It, was, it wasn't as bad as it sounded. I ended up getting the job. Woo! Uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was like, uh, it was like, it was one of those markets where, it was an hour from Ole Miss and like an hour and 15 from Mississippi State. So we had two SEC schools in our viewing area. So I was constantly covering SEC sports like, you know, and the, the Bamas and the Vandys and the Tennessees and uh, all those great schools. Roll Tide. Yeah. 
sure. Uh, no, but like, um, and uh, by the way, I ran into a guy at the Hamill Rodeo last week who's from Ole Miss, and he was like, how you doing? And I was like, yeah, baby. And anyway, <laughs> anyway so like, anyway, um, uh, from there I got a job in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, and then, uh, and then shortly after that, uh, one thing led to another. A true story, if you really want to know the truth. I, um, the only reason I got the job at CARE was because the dude that took the job before me failed his drug test. <laughs> I'm wow. never getting into broadcast journalism, that's for sure. Hey! Uh, <laughs> no, he failed his drug test, and it was like, so then they, they, then they called me, and then I got the job. Mm -hmm. We, so, just, we just need somebody who is not currently on drugs, is what they're Not doing. on drugs. And actually, my first assignment at Whoops. CARE, just to date me even further, is that uh, was covering J.R. Ryder. He would, it was Isaiah Ryder, whatever you want to call right. it. Um, and it, he, was, uh, he had just uh, gotten into some hot water off the court or whatever, and we, we were like camped out. I remember Michelle Tofoya, who at the time was working for WCCO, and me, and then Joe Schmidt, I think, from uh, uh, to the ABC affiliate here in town, and we the were Mount Rushmore. Of we were all no, we Minnesota. were all camped out, like waiting for J.R. Ryder. And I was yeah. just like, I remember, I was like, I was nervous because I was like, I didn't like this is. You go from you go from Tupelo to Memphis. You're not covering pro sports because that was before the Grizzlies, dude. I, I just want to point out uh, Isaiah Ryder drafted by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Everybody, yeah, yeah Timberwolves, yeah, 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 Timberwolves. But no, so that, and then I got here, and then, and then one thing led to another, and Care's been, uh, Care 11 has been amazing uh, to me and given me a lot of creative latitude and, and a lot of promotions and, and, and whatnot. So that, that's, how you, that's how I got in. It's so different nowadays. Right. Nowadays, it's like the people that get in are doing everything. They're doing everything. They're like, they're shooters, they're writers, they're editors, they're web people. They're, you know, it's just like they've, they've got multimedia skills, yeah. and it's awesome. It's all become so much easier. It, well, it's just leveled the playing field so much, you know? And, and we have so many great, like, we have, we currently have two openings in our sports department because two. Two? People, yeah. You said two? <laughs> Did you say two openings? Huh. How's the health care? I'm huh. just saying. Do they have health care? I got two people on stage with me here. Uh, the Midwest NBA podcast is right. what this is about to be. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming home, Dylan. It's, okay. <laughs> Hey, go uh, on. Uh, send your resume. We're, we're accepting applications. You'll, will you put us at the top, please? Uh, yeah, I, I can. I can. I, can, I have some pull. Oh, so for yes. what it's worth. Good. All good. right. Are you guys eating what? Are you, like kale or you, kale? Like it's, kale? I'm from LA. I gotta eat my kale. I'm straight. Dude. All, All right. right yeah. Sounds good. You're straight. You don't want kale. <laughs> uh, so I want to know. So you got to Carolyn. Were you doing these Perkett play bit? These these comedy bits before Perkett? Play? Yeah, I started in Memphis. You started in Memphis. It doing was just things. like there was such a proliferation of like people reaching out. Hey, you know, cover our water aerobics class or or come come to our horseshoe club or whatever. And I was just like, we're covering you know basketball and baseball and football, and they're just it just. It, it, there just wasn't really an avenue for it. And so then I was like, well, why isn't there an avenue for it? That's stupid. You right. know, these, it's what people are doing. Everybody's got a jam. Everybody has a recreational jam. Do you know what I'm saying? And, 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 yeah. and everybody does. And so why don't we showcase that and, and really start getting people um, you know, in the limelight with, with what they're doing. And so we started. And like my, I remember my very first one was on a shot putter. And like the whole bit was me trying to catch his shot puts. Oh, was, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, all, I shot put in high school. It was awesome. For about two days, it was while all, all the lazy kids were shot putting. Is that what it was? Yeah. I, I thought those were discus guys. I, well, I did that, too. Okay. It's <laughs> like metal frisbees. Let's so go. So you, you you've, like, put your body on the line for this work. Oh, oh absolutely. You're the, oh, yeah, you yeah, are yeah. the Minnesota Johnny Knoxville. That's how I like to describe mm. you. Yeah, thanks. You're I the, think. Yeah. That's better than Steve-O, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah Steve-O yeah, went to better. clown school. Shout out, Steve-O. Shout out. He, he, he knows my clown boss, one of my, uh, one of my teachers. Do you have a Stevo connection? Yeah, I have a Stevo. I'm a two degrees, two degrees, or is it one degree That's removed? That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, so uh, evidently Stevo would just get, he would just get blasted on, on the cruise. And my, my guy, Surprise. His, his name is also Steve. Okay. Uh, but he was my clown boss. And, and Steve would go to, the, every morning at like 8 a.m., he'd find Stevo wherever he was on the cruise ship because he was passed out somewhere in some conspicuous spot. Uh, and uh, and he would have to sober him up before his next show. <laughs> so that's Steve-O, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So 
just to, to stick on the Perkett play a little bit longer, okay. do you have yeah. like, a, like a favorite Perkett play memory? Like one that really stands out as like, this was really special, this, this was a really great experience. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, got, I've gotten to do a lot of them. Yeah. And, and a lot of them are on my YouTube page because mm-hmm. I've like collected a lot of the old ones and, and thrown them up there just for yeah. pro- We've posterity. We've watched many of them. Posterity <laughs> sake. Yeah, there's oh. just, it's fun because they happen and you go out in the field and you're like, you have an idea in your mind and then all of a sudden the people you're doing them with are like, what if we did this? And you're like, that's actually a better idea than what I had. And then you just go with it. And Best you, idea wins. It's a comedy room. Yeah, it's a writer's room. Seriously. And, and it's just like, I think the coolest, like, like some of the things I've gotten to do, um, uh, like I think my favorite, just because I love uh, uh, cars, um, I, I got to be in a demolition derby, and I thought that was just rad. At the, and I did it oh, at yeah. the, uh, the Redwood County one. Fairgrounds. Yes, yeah, that uh-huh. was awesome, man. I was just like... Uh, but like then the problem was they, they painted a big 11 on the car and said care 11 on it, perk at play and all this stuff. And, and I'm like, oh. and so then all the <gasps> local dudes who are like regular demo guys oh my God. are just like, okay, TV boy, <laughs> <laughs> you want a piece of this? Let's Whoa. go. And it was just uh, like I was a marked car for from the from the jump, yeah. and it was it was it got ugly in a hurry. But. <laughs> I've seen those things. Those are in De- there's one in Decor, I think. But it's Isn't like it? how often do you have like road rage maybe not road rage but how often are you on the hi- highway and you're just like you get a little feeling maybe like a, a little aggressive oh absolutely okay, okay things i say in my car when i'm alone can never be repeated. right i mean so then <laughs> then then an actual uh, to, to live that out then, yeah and actually smash other cars <laughs> kind of awesome <laughs> yes it's what we all dream of yeah uh, my know, here's oh, my oh. favorite I, I just wanted to share my favorite perky play and i need to i need to know a little bit of details about this because okay. as a as a guy who loves um like gaudy bits mm-hmm. bits that just go way too far and seem way too expensive yeah um because i just i okay so you you were at a little or a youth football um you were at a youth football practice or, or yeah. game yeah and you were stiff arming them it was like the peyton manning snl skit have, have you seen this it's my favorite <laughs> snl skit of all time so good dude. but it happened 10 years after i think peyton manning definitely got the idea from you or whoever wrote that sketch got the idea from you but it was amazing you were stiff arming them and then you get injured by one of the one of these kids who's like 10 years it old it was the same guy i stiff armed originally yeah. he got you back that's Valenzuela. good Valenzuela. good for him yeah, yeah 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 good for him did you have to go end up going this to is surgery? rosemont by the way this was in rosemont oh okay well rosemont's uh they beat wyzetta a couple times in the uh final they're like 5a aren't they oh yeah they're big school they beat us a couple times so i don't i'm not a big lover of rosemont uh as i was at a high school grad okay go ahead um but (laughs) go trojans uh uh but they helicoptered you out of so the dude okay i need to know how this happened they they metal they metal lifted me out and um so as it turned out the, the the assistant coach was also like he also worked at the hospital and was kind of in charge of the medevac helicopter, right? Mm-hmm. And so they, so the whole bit was like, how about you get injured and then like, oh my we'll, god, we'll airlift you out like on a stretcher. <laughs> and so we did the whole bit and it was awesome. And uh, you know, the, the helicopter lands on the field. They, they they get the paramedics rush out, get me on a stretcher as I'm just like, oh my god, belly aching. Whatever, you know, all the kids are like, suck it up or whatever, and like, and we get on the we get on the helicopter and they, they lift us out, blah blah blah. We go back to the station and I'm like, I'm, I'm just by the way, how did you pull that off? I asked that guy. He's like, actually, a, a medevac airlift like that, even if it's like a false alarm, is like fifteen thousand dollars for us. I'm like, well, okay, is, are we on the hook for that or what? Like, how's that how's that working? He goes, but technically we're allowed to do three training sessions per year. And so that was one of our training sessions. So, oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Those paramedics that were in the bit were actually like training that night. That wow. was like, that was part of their training. <laughs> and for, yeah, just ridiculous. What a, what a dummy they got to work on. R- right? Yeah. And it's just, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, an, uh, you know, another one of your, your big uh, things on Perk Play is your, your ongoing feud with Lindsay Waylin. Uh, we know it, yeah. it, it started when she absolutely destroyed you one on one back when she was in college. We know right. it still hurts, probably. Well, yeah. I mean, I've I've got some, I have some lingering beef 
Mm-hmm. If you want to, if you want to call it that, yeah. I, yeah. I, I have, we I hear you. I have something stuck in my craw. If by, you will. The, by the way, she is here tonight. Don't give her eye contact. She doesn't like eye contact, yeah, but she is look. here in the audience. She's Thank in the you. Back. Don't look. Thank you, Lindsay, for coming let's tonight. Give her, let's give Lindsay a, a round of applause Lindsay for coming out tonight. Thank you, Lindsay. Whatever. We love you. Whatever. Please don't look. Don't look back there. She doesn't like it. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Um, hang out in the back. Free drinks all night, though. Seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, can so. We on the Coast to Coast NBA podcast do a, a, a little game called Lindsey Whalen, Would You Rather? Okay. Uh, it all started when the Timberwolves were looking for their new Because, like, would you rather usually means, like, okay, go ahead. Explain your game. <laughs> no, no, no. Ex- explain your game. What is this? So, <laughs> I, I see where you're going. It's not that. Uh, so, it all started when the Timberwolves were looking for their new head coach. Mm-hmm. I said, Lindsey Whalen should be the head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves because she had just won 12 games in a row with the, with the Gophers women's team. And yeah. I was like, this woman, she, she will be do... the first head coach how did they, in the NBA. The how did they end, though? How did they end that season, Chalanga? I don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Not so hot. Anyway, Dylan and I played a game of Would You Rather no with place. a current or former NBA coach and Lindsey Whalen to see how many... NBA coaches we would choose over Lindsey Whalen. And it didn't get that far before we were like, you it, know what? Lindsey's probably a better coach. It really did not. It was like, Ty Lu. <laughs> All right, Lindsey Whalen, I'm in. Yep. Uh, so it's evolved since then. And so it's just a game of uh, Would You Rather that we play, sponsored by Lindsey Whalen. Thanks again. Thank you. So we've got three, some basketball-related questions, some not basketball-related okay. questions to ask you. They're quick hitters. So first, would you rather take Carl Anthony Towns or Joel Embiid for the rest of their careers starting today? Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, that's the right answer. Yes, thank you very much. Injury prone. Who wants an injury prone big? That's very dangerous. We don't want another Anthony Bennett situation. No, we don't. Greg Oden. Dude, what happened to that dude? Right? (laughs) Oh my God. Did you do any bits with him? He he wasn't on our team for very long. Holy cow. I never did a bit. I believe he just signed with the Houston Rockets. Anthony what? Bennett. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh huh. So he's back. Oh no, my the God. only players I actually did bits with were were uh, Nikola Pekovic. We did a bit called Perk and Peck, and we and that's and all those segments by by the way live on on that YouTube page I was telling you about. And yeah. So, and so, but it was like funny because that he like didn't trust me to begin with, and like <laughs> I did the whole first interview I did with him, I was just all I was doing was talking about Montenegro and his tattoos. Oh my god! And I was just like he was just like feeling me out, but like at the end of it, like I got I got the he's gruff. He's like Randy Shaver gruff. Yeah. And like so I got I got I got this really <laughs> weird vibe from him, but like as it turned out, I'm kidding, Randy. Okay. Like, get some beef. As it turned out, <laughs> Randy's like, listening right now. Like yeah, uh, his butt. <laughs> Uh, the the PR guy after the interview is like, hey, actually, Peck really likes you. He, he'll do it again. I'm like, okay, because this is gonna be an ongoing bit, right? Sick. So it got to the point where like eventually, uh, like six or seven episodes in, we went ice fishing together out uh, in, in a in an ice fishing house on Waconia, and that was awesome. And he caught we he, he reeled up eleven fish. It was the race to to eleven, and he beat me eleven to four. And he was just having the time of his life. He'd never gone <laughs> ice fishing before. And um, and then the next season, we it was Halloween, and so we went to this costume shop in downtown Minneapolis, and like I had to talk him into these costumes, dude. <laughs> trying to talk Nikola Pekovic into a like like I, I'm wearing a Batman outfit, and I'm trying to talk him into a Robin costume. <laughs> dude, he did it, but it was just like, oh my god. This, Were you this, scared for your life? I was scared yeah, for my life yeah, that, at that too. moment. Did he break uh, through it? Huh? Can you just rip right through it? Yeah, oh how did God. you get one his size? Man. He, he was <laughs> awesome. He was such a good sport that yeah. day. He got in an Elvis costume and and wow. uh, and and I don't one of those uh, Freddy's Revenge costumes. Whatever. It was he was great. And then we did a uh, and then we did a bit. I was telling your boys about uh, a bit with Gorgie Jang. Yes. Um, yeah, we, we need to get Gorgie ice fishing, right, boys? Yeah. We played we played Jenga with Jang, in which we in which we played a game of Jenga with with Gorgie Jang, and every diff- every every time he Coast pulled Coast a different Podcast. stick. It had a different question that he had to answer on it. That was a one-time-only segment. <laughs> just didn't. It kind of fell flat with the viewers. But <laughs> I still love it today. <laughs> and then we did one last season um, called Cove. No, yeah, it was called Cove Actually, and it was with Robert Covington. <laughs> and it was like really kind of like interviewing. That, that hits about, two of my sweet spots. Talking yeah. about everything from his snake collection to his hair. I mean, it was just like really off-court fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and then. Sh- and then, like, the week later is when it got hurt. So then I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a jinx, dude. I, I know. And then that turned the whole season into 
crap, right? Well, that uh, Jimmy Butler did. Let's yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah. don't. Yeah. You, you, it Thank you, Tibbs. Thank you, okay. Jimmy. So, 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 what was the question? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that question began as, "Would you rather have Carl Anthony Towns or Joel Embiid?" So thank you. No, cat. Absolutely. <laughs> and and like, frankly, the management, uh, you know, Gerson on down, everything is running through the cat filter right now. Yeah. Everybody they sign has to run through the cat filter. He's he's the man. He's the franchise. He's the guy you build it around. So yeah, I'm 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 all good with him because I think he's been nothing but class. Absolutely. All right. Well, we are. Running out of time here, so we've got one more thing to ask of you. I'm just gonna, just one more. If, you, yeah. if you don't mind, I'm just gonna. I can't do that. Wait, I, can't. I can't, I'm not gonna say that. That's, no, I, it's just like, I've got, I've got certain like, st- all right, I've got, there's some journalistic integrity I have some to borders keep just you can't, because should, I, I'm, yeah. I'm just. Should I, I'm, yeah, you just tell them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, uh, one more time. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's like, that's some coin, bro. Yep. We're not joking. All of those digits. Like, that comes, all that's to me. We didn't even like, include yeah. the sense digits. Oh, huh? yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's like Gorgie Jang money, dude. That's, that is right, Gorgie. Gorgie! This is all you got to do. All right. Hey, I don't know if you know this, y'all, but... Coast to Coast has live podcasts. All right, thank you, Eric Perkins. The wait, wait. Perk for coming. Oh, seriously, another, another thing before you go. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, we got you a gift. You guys got swag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not only money. do we have money, but we got, well, we got some swag. I read, a, I, we, we, I did a lot of research on, on your bio. Oh, God, I hope these are gummy bears. <laughs> or Red Bull. They're gummy bears. Okay. <laughs> Let's give a round of applause for Eric Perkins, everyone. All right, thank you so much. Okay. Yeah, it was a blast. Enjoy that kale. Yeah, will do. I'm loving it. Thank All you right. so much, Eric Perkins. Dream come true. All right, so thank you so much for coming out, everyone. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. This has been a really fantastic night. You've been a great crowd. We've got a few thank yous to give. First of all, let's give a big, warm round of applause to Kirk and to Rich of Wyzetta Brew Works for having us here tonight. Kept us uh, hydrated during this humidity. Thank yes, you so much. They did. Thank you so much. To our friend Tim Kamatsu, who would like to refer to him as that asshole that isn't here. To Tony B, you know what you did. You know what you did, Tony B! To Lindsay Whalen for all her support. To Flip and Thank Gina, you, our all star supporters. And I think now Flip is officially our manager. Uh, <laughs> to our guests, Perk, uh, we couldn't have done this without you. Like, literally, we. We definitely wouldn't be here if you were not here. It's, it's a 11.45 on a Monday. Wow. So thank you. I can't believe you did this. Thank one. you. Uh, to Jake and Cole for all your NBA insight, opening our eyes to just how Woo! important Jake, The G Theory, G Unit, over there. To uh, Kyle Beast Mode Stowe for officially being our most frequent and fan favorite guest. And to Nick Costa for blessing our ears with his music. Yes, thank you so much. Devastator is out now. Go give it a listen, buy some merch. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, download, rate, and review. Follow us on Twitter at Coast to Coast MBA, on Instagram at Coast to Coast MBA Pod. Send us an, uh, an email, Tony B style, at Coast to Coast at gmail.com. Yeah, Tony B sent quite an email to us. Uh, so please share with your friends if you like this show. If you know somebody who loves the NBA, let them know about our show so we can uh, get some more listens. It really helps us. We have a pretty good Instagram, too. Yes, we have a great Instagram. Thank you, Dylan. This is for you. It's this your birthday. You, I bought everyone gifts on my birthday. <laughs> that is that's, so, that's what you do. That is so sweet. Here, I'll open it on stage. Chalanga uh, moved to the greater New York area uh, a year ago? Uh, yeah, in August. Oh, no way. And, oh, no uh, way. I found this at Goodwill. <laughs> Amari, baby! Amari Stoudemire. If there's anything better than Gorgie Jeng, it's Amari Stoudemire. He's making a comeback this year. I don't know if you heard. Amari's coming back. I hope it fits the small. It's going to be tight. All right. Thank you, everyone. Keeping Have a good it tight. Night. Pay, pay your, your bartenders. It's closing time. We're going to hang out for a little bit. Uh, 
I love like every single minutes. one of you that showed up tonight. Uh, so many of my oldest friends, Close some of my newest friends. Chalank and I like were barely friends a year ago. Now we're literally best friends. It's amazing. I still hate him so much. He still hates me, but I'm hanging in there. <laughs> Closing time. Thank you again for coming out. Please subscribe. Over every boy and every girl. Closing time. You owner us call for alcohol, so get this your whiskey, but mostly beer. This is a brewery. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know who I want to take me home. Eric Perkins. I know who I want to take me home. I'm sorry, but I don't know the second verse. Time for you to go out to the places you will be from Los Angeles, California. This is a Minnesota band, everybody. Semi Sonic. Shout out to Dan Wilson. He couldn't make it tonight, but I did reach out to him. I love Sorry, sorry, Nick Costa. You were her second choice. Dan Wilson of Semi-Sonic was our first. But he, he cost uh, even more than we could afford, even though we paid so much for this podcast. From some other beginnings and I know who I want to take me on. Nick Costa, everybody. He's got swag. If you want swag from Nick Costa, it's right there. Buy it, support local music. Timmy Wong, I want Timmy Wong to take me home. I'm gonna need several people to carry me home. One on each arm, one on each leg, because I'm getting very drunk just talking to you on kombucha. Thank you, have a good night.